getting vaccinated is Yes, there could be some short-term side effects from the vaccine, but they go away in a day or two. Those are signs that my body's building protection. It's worth it to avoid serious problems from COVID-19. The best of world R&B and talk. This is Studio One World Advantage Network. The time is now. The place is here. We're going to have a little talk. It's just chat with Bree. Right now on KYBN Radio. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the host and the host alone and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the KYBN Radio Network. Due to its content, viewer discretion is advised. Good afternoon or good evening, and welcome to Just Chat with Bree. So today, we have a talented young man with us. His name is Courtney B. He's a CEO, a producer, a hit maker, a, a publisher. He's an entrepreneur. Let's get with him and find out what Mr. Courtney B. is all about. I'm going to say good afternoon, Courtney, because it's morning here, but it is afternoon where you are. Good morning, Bree. It's Courtney B. All right. So, Mr. Courtney B., let's start. I, I, I would like to start with the beginning. Let's start with how you first got interested in music. What was that pivoting factor that said, you know what? I'm going to become an entrepreneur. I'm going to become a, a producer. I'm going to, this is what I can do. This is what I'm good at. What started me music? I was always into music. I was into church. I played the keyboard in church, sung on the choir. But my dream was playing for the Yankees. I got as far as to almost getting there to a couple of guys in Irvington, New Jersey, crushed that career I had. And so from there, I took the bad and turned to good and went into music with the help of two um, friends, the original Sopranos, the Galicio family, and Tane One, may he rest in peace, from the artifacts. Wow. So from there, it, it was calling. It was a calling for me. Wow. Okay. What was one of the first things you did? First thing I did was took a break, being honest. I took a break from being on the choir because um, I took over the church singing and playing, walked through the bullpen. I stand outside. Because they took me off the choir and wanted me to usher. So some friends came by. They was on their way to the studio. And he asked what I was up to. I said nothing. So I rode with them. And I noticed the engineer was downtime of making like, you know, he couldn't get it right. So I took over. And they became the artifacts um, from New Jersey. Um, Tane when I went to school with since the fifth grade. And we were signed to Atlantic Records with Craig Kelman. Wow. So you're in the fifth grade. Let's jump to high school. Where did people like Wycliffe fit in? Wycliffe, um, known as, birth name is Nellie. We grew up from the fifth grade. It was Kane from Artifacts and Nellie from Fuji's. 
I worked with him as in talent shows in high school. I used to take him to talent shows. I used to call him an educated rapper because he used to carry a briefcase and wear a long trench coat. And, you know, it, it wasn't that I was making fun of him. It's just that he was a positive, educated rapper at school. Beautiful family. His father was a preacher. That's where that started. And we started recording that house of music up in West Orange with Irene, who's a Jewish lady. And Prize came in. Lauren Hill came in. That's how they formed the Fugees. Wow. Okay, so you just said a mouthful right there. So you guys were all youth together. Yes. Man. Now, that has got to be some kind of reunion when you get together. Yes. Um, Ray Man lived like five blocks. Queen Latifah lived like a couple of blocks. Me and her brother was friends, not knowing she was Queen Latifah, Dana, at the time. Um, may he rest in peace. He was a police officer. got hit on the motorcycle. Um, it was naughty by nature. It wasn't too far. It was like a melting pot of success coming, up and coming successful artists. I signed almost every artist from New Jersey except for... Um, Joe Buttons, Queen Latifah, Lodi by Nature, and I'm um, Total. So everyone else came out of Jersey I signed. Even other artists that didn't come out of Jersey, like Nelly. I was responsible for them to getting a deal at all. Universal Record. Wow. Well, you know, everybody that goes. Goodness. Okay. So, all right. Early life was definitely full definitely filled. Tell me a, a little bit about the artifact. Artifact, Tane One was a graffiti artist. We used to, his name was Tane One, of course, and my name was CBS. He used to do everybody jackets, and he used to say, yo, help me out. Not in drawing, as making sure he get paid and get the jackets and everything. And I started early being local artist managers, as well as the in-between person. I drove early in school. That would really had the advantage. From Montclair to New Jersey, it's probably like good 15 minutes drive. I reached out to Hussein Fatal. That's um, part of Tupac. I got him a deal. Tupac called me one day that told me that he was sending Fatal home, get him a deal. So I got him a deal. I signed up with Relativity Records. So at the time, I had uh, two record deals, one in Atlantic and one at Relativity Records with Bone Thugs, Common, 3-6 Mafia, Dayton Family, Fat Joe, M.O.P., and it went from there. Well, okay. So the one thing that I have learned from this segment of the show is you're going to have to be my new best friend so I can just come hang out and just sit there and Google. <laughs> I just got to come hang out with you. Your social roster is just like, whoa, I, I, I won't say anything, I promise, okay? <laughs> um, we're going to go to a brief break, if you don't mind, and I'd like you to come back so we can talk some more, okay? Why do you feel like you do? Do you think I should leave? If not, then baby, you just got 
gotta believe I'ma treat you right Every day and every night And what you been feeling What well, I can't be right Yeah, I got my flaws And you got yours too It's called being human I'm just telling the truth I got love for you, baby I'm just dealing with stuff I can give you what I have So I hope it's enough We've been together for years Had an ups and a down I can't imagine my life Without you around But I ain't gonna beg That's what I'm not gonna do I tell you how I feel, I'll leave the rest to you.
everybody worrying about themselves I am not broken, I'm just affected by all the bullshit I'm under something When it's all being proven And I'm the only one giving you hell There's more fun, more talk, more music just dead ahead. Don't you go anywhere because there's more just chat with Bree to come. place where you get what you want, how you want it. And welcome back to Just Chat with Bree. And today we have the awesome Mr. Courtney B with us. Now, we've heard some of his high school classmates, you know, this, this a little impressive list of folks that he's hung out with. We know that, um, you know, he started early. So now I want to kind of jump off course a little bit and ask this question. In today's hip-hop and artists, what, what are some of the very obvious differences between the music created with those artists that we talked about as opposed to what today's artists are doing? To the old school artists used a lot of words, like it is the, and they was more originated, and they didn't use the clothes to be their hip-hop. They made the clothes and they was hip-hop. Today, artists is using, going from, taking it is out going straight from we boys instead of we are boys, for example. Or we, and they wearing tighter clothes. And what I don't approve of, wearing my sister jeans, and they getting paid more compared to what the older artists used to get back in 2000 down to the 90s. Definitely. Um, if you could change anything in the music industry, what would that be uh, and why? Um, I would change what part would I actually, I, I don't judge people how they dress, but what I will change is the, um, contract. Like, I think more contracts have life insurance in it for today's artists, because more artists getting killed than ever been. Um, I would change the contract and put health insurance, because most artists get sick or from traveling, they don't have health insurance, as well as they could invest into themselves to have retirement, because once you're done, you're done. You know, it's hard for artists today to leave the, the scene and they're going to get a job. Right. So the answer is more benefit. Right. Right. Excellent. Excellent. What would you say 
is something positive that they are doing now. What they're doing now, you you take some, I'm going to take a little baby for instance. They, he won't get tattoos because he noticed that he may want to do something after rap. Um, 50 Cent, he's exploring to the movie scene on his own um, production. Queen Latifah doing her own with um, Equalizer. Right. The internet and, and rapping. Now, this is one of my favorite questions I like to ask. Do you think that the people that get the TikToks and the Instagram lives and they have, you know, say, one hit and, and it's a fluke, more or less, but it becomes a hit and they become these hot artists and they go out. Do you think that they're missing education by not having a street team and not having to put flyers out to to promote their shows and not having to get the audience and go from place to place performing so people can get to know them and they're right there on the internet so they just stream it and instantly overnight there they are whether they worked hard for it or not um what is, what's your take on that okay we're going to start with cds and wags and cassettes when they took that away they took music away now we're helping them destroy everything because with the internet go down or if the average person don't have internet they taking that away it used to be black and white photos you used to get it used to get cassettes you could keep the paper and put on your walls so they helping the industry destroy it then they talk about the industry doing this to them when they doing it to their own self by using the internet and that's handicapped them it's like a cell phone i don't even know the phone numbers in my own phone i only know um the names so before, I used to not a dial without even knowing and learning the number by heart. Now you don't. You could never be more correct. And I have to admit, I only know my immediate family's numbers. And if they ever change them, I'm really in trouble. And I, I, I can remember a time where I knew every person's number. I just picked up the phone and dialed it. And that, that is a lost start. I like that answer. I, I like that. Do you think in today's artists, they have the respect? For the older artists like they should no they don't have respect and they should think they should pay hodges because if it wasn't for the older artists they wouldn't be existed today because the label wouldn't change if they didn't have older artists that did things older artists didn't never kill each other or shoot each other even when Biggie and Pop was beefing, they never shot at each other. They never killed each other. They paved the way. And, and that they did. That they did. What do, you, what, what do you think could be something that could bridge the older artists and the younger artists? I know Curtis Flow is working with the Hip Hop Alliance and trying to get the younger artists in. Why do you think that the younger artists are so resistant to working with the seasoned artists? Some can relate to the knowledge of rapping. Like I've seen a uh, Big Daddy Kane show. He was great. It's like the first day I met him with Biz Mark. Made Biz Mark recipes too. Like Eric B and Rakim. They say it worked. Um, I remember a song I could never forget where Run DMC was like, if I see a little kid stick his fingers in my plate, I'd be signing autographs for three months straight. And I think that was the dopest line that was it ever said without using violence. So today artists would have turned it different. If I see a little kid stick his finger in my plate, I shoot him with, you know what I'm saying, shooting or killing or they use those words. And it right. comes from lack of reading, lack of education, lack of training at home. Right. So, right. And that's what's putting us back. That's what's putting us back as modern-day slaves. I agree. I completely agree. Um, at this time right now, I want to take a brief break, and we're going to come right back with more of Mr. Courtney B. And up next, we have an exclusive song from Tupac to Mr. Courtney B that he has shared with us graciously. Enjoy. Hey Courtney, what up, homeboy? Hey, the streets are talking. Either me or about you. Uh, 
Get it, baby boy. Go nuts with the drip. Got me on my car. 
pops gon' check Give me money for my time like I own Rolex Yeah, I don't blow it though, I'm not a fan Going in hard to get me out like the bottom pin Nine years and my stock's up like a plot of land And me and Jay going Dutch, call it right it down Get it baby boy, get it baby boy Get it baby boy, get it, get it baby boy Get it baby boy, get it, get it baby boy Get it baby boy, get it, get it baby boy Pull up to the park, hopped out so fresh Yellow Lamborghini, go carts on deck I just get it baby boy, get it, get it baby boy Yo nuts with the drip, got me on my call Winslow, sweet, Lil G's, call me Ozone Hoes Colder than an after school snow cone Can't swallow, I'm so young like they throw cone In the flow butter, I might have to put some toast on Drip on and I back Drop. Swim more ways to eat than the cafeteria got. Yeah, right. double material hot. My name in their mouth, like I'm on their cereal box. I just get it, baby boy. Get it, get it, baby boy. Get it, baby boy. Get it, get it, baby boy. Get it, baby boy. Get it, get it, baby boy. Get it, baby boy. Get it, get it, baby boy. Pull up to the park, hopped out so fresh. Yellow Lamborghini go carts on deck. I just get it, baby boy. Get it, get it, baby boy. This is KYBN, and you're listening to Bay Area's Best KYBN. Welcome back to Just Chat with Bree. Today we have Mr. Courtney B. with us. This young man, he does it all. He really does. Very proud of him. He's got so many things going on. So not only are you in producing and managing, but you're also a publisher. Yes, I am. I publish several books. Um, I published one personally with Tupac and um, Mutai Shakur while he was in prison called um, Into the Gutter. I published another one called Outlaw, Out of Outlaw, with Tupac as well. And I'm working on another book with a good friend about his mother. I have a magazine called Hip Hop Apparel for all everything in hip hop in there except for um, boards and clothing. And I did the first baseball, well, rap cards, like baseball cards. Oh, well, now let's talk about that. That's unique. That is unique. So... Yeah. I um I know you are working on the book with Miss Carrie Cleveland and um I'm excited to, to see how that comes out. Uh, you do baseball cards for not right. baseball cards, but, but rapper rap cards. cards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so now how would someone get a hold of some of those? How would someone get to be able to purchase some of those? They could reach out. By my email, it's called Hip Hop Harold H E R A L D five three seven. Or you can hit me on social media, Courtney B, New Jersey. There, I have Rick Ross, Gucci Man, Hurricane Chris, Lil Baby, Bitch Homie Crime, and other local big artists, as well as Tame One. Now tell me, what made you come up with this concept? It's brilliant. Because as me coming up in music, we always had black and white to give to our fans and people who have interest, we used to sign them. So now, you know, that's not here today. I said, let me do something that's real um, comfortable carrying that you put in your pocket or put in your jacket pocket 
and I thought about baseball cards. It's the same way baseball got the art, got the players with their birth, their name, their sign. It's the same thing on the cards, but you could scan the card and download the music of your artist through your phone. Wow. And the artists get the money for their... Now, that, that's brilliant. That is absolutely yeah. brilliant. Um, and I want you to give that email one more time. It's hip-hop, Harold, H-E-R-A-L-D, the number's 537 at gmail.com, hip-hop, Harold. Okay, so now I happen to know you also are in the fast food market. So tell me yes. how that happened. Um, it came from growing up on a farm at early age when I came down to the south in the summer. My grandmother's had turkeys and chickens and roosters and cows. So as I took it on, I went selling meat to Wendy's and selling the skin to Japan. I got involved with Wendy's and ended up getting my own franchise since I supplied them with meat. So now let me tell you what you are. You are a, a living role model. You have mm. taken your skills and your knowledge, and you have put them to work. So what is some of the best advice that you've ever received in regards to the things that you do? Well, the best advice I can give someone is don't let the negative overpower your great energy. Never let your money get bigger than your name. Always work on stand behind your brand. As long as you're alive, you always got another day. Wow. Um, what, what's some of the worst advice someone has ever given you? Smoke marijuana, take a ride with me, cut school, I can't do it. All types of things. If you had a young person say, how can I be a, a, somewhere close to where you are? What do I have to do? Um, what would my mindset need to be? What would you tell a young person that looks up to you as a hero and, and said, you know, I want to be like you? What would you tell them? Be very consistent at what you do. Two, believe. Whatever you believe in, if you Catholic, Muslim, Jehovah Witness, Baptist, morning, pray. Ask God. Get on your knees. And um, don't be scared to say his name. Because at the end of the day, you say it anyway when you're on the line. So say it with positive times when you're doing good, not just when you're doing bad. Stay positive and, and stay stand behind your brand. Now, I hear what you're saying. And living in the, the times and the days that we're in right now, many young people... Mm -hmm do not have a religious faith and they don't have a belief, what would you say to those young people that have that mindset? Well, the ones who got that mindset got to understand just because you almost been in the crisis that you scream God's name. Everybody said his name one time in life. I don't care if they don't believe in nothing. When they on the line, first word going to mouth, oh, God, please not me, God. So they got belief. You, he was born. Your mother carried you for nine months. So it is such thing as God. If life goes on and repeats like that, she was carried in her mother's womb, you was carrying in her womb. And if that's not good enough, pray to yourself then because you got to believe in something. If you believe in being a football player, baseball player, a rap, the next rap star, believe in something. Believe in something and believe in yourself. Excellent. Very excellent. We're going to go to a brief break. We're going to come back and we're going to wrap it up with the fantastic Mr. Courtney B.
can you see what I see? What I see? Or am I dreaming? Am I just dreaming? Fantasy. Sometimes reality is cruel. Things don't work out the way you want them to. No. at low, low costs. Special discounted rates for weekends and long-term use. Call now on 020-8546-0037. That's 020-8546-0037. Tudor Car and Van Hyde. Tudor, 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 Tudor. Number one station heard around the world, 24 hours, seven days a week, KYBN. And welcome back to Just Chat with Me. Man, have we had an interview today. Mr. Courtney B. Gosh, he touched on so many different things. We're going to have to have him come back because I haven't even begun to ask questions. But, um, Courtney, this is what I do in the fourth segment of the show. I give it to you. So at this time, I would like for you to tell the listeners what you would like them to know about Courtney B., his everything, whatever you want them to know. And I, w- I want to extend this time where if you have shout-outs you want to give, um, give your shout-outs. If you have projects that are coming up that you need people to support you in, also tell about that as well, okay? Yes. I'd like to let everybody know I didn't have it easy 
getting into the music business. I didn't have it hard getting into the music business. I didn't have a successful getting into the music business. I had me and God and my moms, my family helped me get there. And the other friends who was involved with it, Tay One and the Galicio family. But one thing I want to say, I want to take this time out, and something that's been on my mind for 20 years. Ever since Pac was, life was taken on back in Vegas, I felt this certain individual had something to do with it that could have stopped it all. You understand? He smiled up at his face every day. He said, I ride with you. And then he came out and said to Pac, or he said he said to Pac, he don't want to be gangster no more. But today's 2023, he's in BMF pulling out guns as a preacher. And this don't have nothing to do with the other outlaws. They're not saying this. Courtney B. is saying this. I knew Pac since he was with um, Digital Underground at a um, show with Queen Latifah and Jay-Z. I knew Jay-Z when he used to come to New Jersey with Big L. May he rest in peace. But this is a different rest in peace that I can't rest in peace because he portrayed it on too many people. R. Kelly. He snitched R. Kelly telling that R. Kelly raped females, but he just raped the same one as well. And he's walking around today still doing sponsors and shows like he's not a snitch for the FBI and was an adult agent for Bad Boys Records. His son grew up with Puffy's son. And what do you think he spoke about with Puffy when he went to Puffy House while he was on death row? What do you think he raped 15-year-old girls, white girls, that he put ecstasy inside their drinks? What do you think that he take the black woman, put dog chains around their neck, and walk them on stage and walk them through stuff? Is this a... Is, is this a, um, someone we want our kids to follow behind or be like? Can't be loyalty in a friendship. We can't be loyalty to the streets. But say he's not gangster. He's gangster. He's very gangster because he affected a whole generation from Tupac down to Gaddafi. May he rest in peace all the way down to Hussein Fatal. And this has been in my, in my um, mind for 20 years that he interrupted the whole generation and stands of Tupac. So, again, this don't have nothing to do with the other outlaws. This coming from me. All right. Well, you got any shout-outs you want to do to anybody? Yes, I'd like to give a shout-out to Darlene Harris, Ellison Say, um, Big Girls, Bam the Schoolboy, Mark Polo, Leo, um, my publishers, Miss Foster, Beverly Foster, and, of course, um, Chester, Hester, excuse me, his mom's with the book I'm writing. And I'd like to give out some RIPs to Gaddafi, Hussein Fatal, and Tane One, and Bismarck as well, and um, Fred the Godson. Thank All right. you. All right. Well, you know, I have thoroughly enjoyed speaking with you today. I've learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Then I've learned some stuff that I don't know that I learned. <laughs> yeah. You are such a talented young man. So I would love to have you come back because I just think there's so many different topics that we could broach and I could get a, a mature response from. And I love mature responses because I'm kind of a little, you know, salt and pepper. And so I, I like when I can talk to people and they're clear and concise and, and you know, speak educated so that people can learn. And I think that's really what's wrong with today's society. People don't take time to teach, so no one is learning. Everyone's self-teaching. 
and that's not always really good. I really uh, commend you on the Wendy's and the publishing and the managing and, and all of those things. Um, I tip my hat to you because it's not easy as in, in America today as an African-American man to be successful. And you are being successful. And you're continuing to add on to the things that you're doing. You're not just stopping. And so you are an awesome role model. Thank you. I, do so you much. have any kind of projects coming up that you want to tell anyone about? I, I don't have a project, but I have something called uh, Cold Switch. Cold Switch is a hands for vocabulary. It's not a hooked on phonics, none of that. It's just that give you more words to use. One thing, I'm not down to nobody. I hate to see females that they work at FedEx or they work at Amazon. And the only reason why they really there is because they don't know how to talk themselves into a better job, a better position. Even the strippers, you know, I think that's probably the lowest thing of the totem pole to do. You understand? This is America. You can have people come from other countries become millionaires over you. Yeah, it's cold switch. It's a uh, vocabulary enhancement. Teach you how to use big words and talk complete sentences. Um, that's my next project I'm releasing. If somebody wanted to come and see the things that you were doing, can you give your Instagram and Twitter information again, please? Yes, it's Courtney dot B N J. That's my Instagram, and I don't really do Twitter. Okay. I don't really have time to be doing Twitter. That's, yeah. that's okay. I I completely understand because um you know Heston will say. You need to tweet more, and I'm like, I can't be tweeting mm -hmm. and 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 messaging and and oh, I, oh goodness, <laughs> that's I tell too you, much. It really is. It much. really is. I thank you so very much for coming on the show and enlightening enlightening us in the different things that you do, and just speaking with us. It's just been an absolute pleasure for me, and I do hope that you will come back and we can maybe have people send questions in and we can just sit up and you can co-host with me for a day. Do you have anything else that you'd like to say before we close? Just one thing to this all the use from 9 to even 50. Stake your goals like you stake everything else, like you stake out a, a, a PlayStation, like you stake out a female or a new car you want. Stake out your goals. You don't want to wake up one morning and you're somewhere you don't want to be or you can't afford. Oh, that's excellent. Excellent advice. I hope you guys are listening. Stake out your goals. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like that, yeah. Mr. Courtney B. <laughs> Thank you. Pretty. So, well, you know, um, it's that time, you guys, and um, we're going to sign off. But we want to thank Mr. Courtney B. for coming, hanging out with Bree today. And I shall say have an awesome day, and I will see you all on the next go-round.
this magic you are.